No, 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 no. Start now. Welcome back to the League of Sovereign Individuals episode between five to or four to seven. <laughs> yeah, ne- next time we gotta remember to check that. Yeah, yeah. Before we do our so amazing intro. Yes, our um, unplanned raw intro. That's the yes. beauty. That is. That's the beauty of the Bitcoin. The Bitcoin sovereign individual Bitcoin podcast is raw, exclusively un- Bitcoin, uncut, Bitcoin only. I mean, unless mom like calls us in the middle, but we'll cut that out. By yeah, now. we'll have to. We're not gonna out. make you listen to it. That would be weird. So today, the big news is that PayPal. Who, just a short, few short years ago, or months ago even, everyone thought was, like, a competitor to Bitcoin, has interestingly now decided that it is actually going to start using Bitcoin as one of its... Good choice. choice. One of its, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Like, yeah, service... Is that it services that it provides for its customers? Is that do you think that has anything related to do with the little bit of a spike um, in the price? Uh, I think that's possible. Yeah, it's hard to say whether it's uh, PayPal or just you know um, the normal. Yeah, just people realizing that um, Bitcoin is the best form of money ever created, and well, um, you know, they just want to get it before. Everyone else does. Yeah. It's way too high to buy even a Satoshi. Yeah. A false Satoshi. Yeah. One or the other. I I think, no, I actually think that uh, this has everything to do with, the price rise has everything to do with PayPal. Um, Although it has been going up. It's not like it just started going up today. So, I mean, it's been creeping up, but today it really took off. There's a little bit of a spike. Super exciting. I think, though, that um, it it brings up a very interesting point and a very important point and an opportunity to learn a little bit about um, the, one of the most important Bitcoin um, commandments, I guess I'll say, for lack of a better word, uh, which is not your keys, not your coins. Yeah. So, I mean, what's really going on here is PayPal has presumably some amount of Bitcoin that they own. Yes. So the important point here is that they own that Bitcoin because they have the private keys. Yeah. So under no circumstances should their customers be under the delusion that that, that that they own that Bitcoin because they don't. They own... I mean, basically, PayPal can make a promise to the customer that, you know, the customer has some amount of control over, you know, the Bitcoins that they quote-unquote buy. But yeah. unless you can actually withdraw when you buy from somebody, like a service like PayPal... Um, and if you if you cannot withdraw that and and put it on your own wallet of your choice, yeah, hardware where, where, wallet. A hardware wallet or you know, uh, like uh, 
oh, like, uh, cold card or, uh, Trezor or, uh, Ledger. These are all different types of hardware wallets available. There's others too. Kobo Vault is a new one. Um, if you can't do that or to like a phone wallet, um, like, uh, uh, boy, it's, it's funny because I, I use phone wallets so little now. I'm actually kind of out of the loop on that. I mean, there's I, I, it, to what extent I've been using phone wallets, it's mostly for Lightning, like yeah. uh, Breeze and uh, Phoenix. But I mean, that's how I get my Bitcoin. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so it's, I guess, phone wallets these days. Uh, I'm sure it's the same ones that have been around for a while. I mean, I know Electrum has one. Samurai, of course. I use Phoenix, and I have a little bit of coin on my first wallet with Mycelium. The only reason I have that wallet is because no other wallets were comparable on my device at the, at the time. I have a more recent device. Yeah, Mycel Mycelium wallet. Yeah, that, I think, as far as I know, that one's good. I haven't heard anything bad about it. Uh, I mean, I've made, I've gained some money um, based on, I, I bought it when I was like, Eight thousand. So I mean, I've, of course, I have some more money now. Yeah, yeah. So number goes up, number go up. Um, but uh, uh, anyways, you know, if you can't withdraw it to your own wallet, then it's not yours. Yeah. It's it's theirs. They are enjoying all the benefits of Bitcoin, and they are. Letting you think that you are, but in fact you're actually not. So I, I mean, I think it's. I think it's good for the publicity. It is, yeah, absolutely good for the publicity. It potentially brings. Uh, it potentially brings. It. I mean, it brings it to the attention of of a huge number of people that might not have been otherwise paying attention. Yeah. Um, Maybe some people might even go out and buy their own personal Bitcoin that they own instead of PayPal owning. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of people might get their kind of first taste of it and, you know, get some and then realize that what that PayPal is kind of jerking them around. And I mean, you know, there's going to be two types of people. I mean, some people will be, well, three types of people. There's going to be people who are just okay with it all being on PayPal and don't care. Yeah. And then there's going to be people who realize what's going on and say, hey, you know, this is a, this is stupid and just get out of the whole thing and don't do it. And then there's going to be people who realize what's going on, say this is stupid, and then they go on to actually, um, you know, use a, a real Pardon. exchange like um, Swan or uh, Gemini or Kraken. No, I'm talking, or, oh. so, like, places where you can actually buy it. Uh, there's different ones out there. Yeah. Um, depending, I mean, it depends on what country you live in and whatnot, but uh, Cash App is probably the easiest. I mean, basically, what PayPal's doing is is what Cash App already did. Um, and uh, Cash App being owned by, uh, Cash App is owned by Square, which is... Yeah. The, which was started by the same guy who started Twitter, uh, who Jack Dorsey, who is a big Bitcoin enthusiast. There's a lot of runners. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, Cash App, actually, you you can most definitely withdraw your Bitcoin and do anything you want with it. So it in that case, it actually really is your Bitcoin. And so, you're not just using some IOU that... I mean, if you are currently using PayPal, um, then I would recommend moving to Cash App. I mean, you could still have it in PayPal. I don't care what you do, just recommend it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, PayPal, um, I mean, Cash App definitely, and Square as well, has many similar types of services, like merchant uh, services, so that, you know, if you have a store or business of some sort and you want to accept payments, uh, you can. So I, I would say that, you know, this is probably, PayPal's move here is is directly in response to um, Square and Cash App. It's like a big chess game. It is, it is. And I and I think it's very interesting that Square and Cash App, uh, you know, has allowed withdrawal from day one, and uh, PayPal's not going that route, so... I feel like I guess, a lot of people who understand the actual system will go for cash out. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. And I think that, you know, those who... Uh, there's probably going to be a lot of people that, that you start using PayPal. And then once they realize that, you know, it's just... It's kind of a scam. Uh, because you don't actually own the Bitcoin yourself. Uh, they will pretty quickly switch to... Uh, if You know, if, assuming they're still interested in Bitcoin... Um, they will switch over to something like Cash App in a heartbeat. I mean, they're they're basically taking the whole purpose, one, or one of the main purposes of Bitcoin, out of Bitcoin. Like, the, one of the main purposes of Bitcoin is so it's not, like, controlled by a single person or a single, like, company or a government. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they could take every Bitcoin out of everyone's account. Yep, and they could, or, I mean, more likely they could just easily... Um, you know, decide that you shouldn't spend, you know, if you're trying to, like, maybe donate money to a, uh, or, um, or, you know, something somewhat controversial, like WikiLeaks or something like that, yeah. um, that's not, you know, approved by the powers that be, then they could just say, nope, sorry, you can't do that, and and I guarantee you when that, that when that first happens, everyone's going to say, oh, I thought Bitcoin was supposed to be, you know, uncensorable and, you know, mm-hmm, look at that. I guess it's not. But, I mean, the important point here is that uh, Bitcoin is indeed uncensorable and it's actually PayPal that is, is do, well, is doing the censoring here be, because they are the ones that actually control the private key in this case. So... I mean, in a, in a sense, Bitcoin is working perfectly as an, as designed for PayPal. So you know, no one else, including the customer who thought it was their Bitcoin, can tell PayPal what to do because P- PayPal, in this case, would have the private keys and they can do whatever they want. Yeah. So so the the benefits of you know uncensorable un of money are still there. It's just a question of who who is the beneficiary and the beneficiary is always the, the party that holds the private keys which you know in the case of cash app is you as soon as you withdraw from cash app but in the case of paypal would be of course paypal so um so i mean 
you know, as soon as people start talking about how Bitcoin is censored by because PayPal stopped this person from doing a transaction or froze this person's account, took all their Bitcoin, took away. all their Bitcoin away. Um, just remember that it was actually never that person's Bitcoin to begin with, and so therefore it's not really. Yeah, uh, that's not really what's happening. could have. I mean, they they were ignorant at the time, which I mean, you can't blame them for that. But um, they did have they did have other options that would have been more safe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is that's a great point because it's like I mean, I don't know why anybody would. Uh, would go I mean unless I you know the only reason I can think of is that maybe you already have you you know you're kind of as a business you already are using PayPal and you know so you're all set up you have an account with them you have your bank accounts linked you um, you know, have it integrated into your website or whatever so you know I that's that's kind of like this uh, walled garden concept where you know people kind of like get into a particular um, service provider and it's it's can be you know that can, it can be kind of hard to switch but um, yeah. but this might motivate people to switch I feel like I mean if you did a little research I mean you could probably put two and two together and say that this is kind of scammy and I want to do Bitcoin so I'm going to should probably move over to Cash App or another of the many options I have yep yeah, and I think, you know, with, with PayPal doing this, it's, it's only going to, there's only going to be other companies that are, you know, going to start offering similar types of services. Uh, and I think, you know, I mean, one thing to think about is like Cash App might, and Square, the makers of Cash App, yeah. might actually be the main beneficiaries of this because, I mean, basically PayPal is performing the, a valuable service for uh Cash App, which is to raise awareness and, and, and exposure for Bitcoin, and you know, generate interest from merchants. And you know, I mean, once once that, I mean, that generate that increased interest will eventually translate into more people being interested. Which will, you know, I mean, once they figure out that. PayPal is, you know, not actually really Bitcoin. You're not actually buying Bitcoin. You're buying, From PayPal. like, PayPal Bitcoin, kind of like. Your, Paycoin. Yeah. PP Bitcoin, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. I, I think that they should definitely go with that name, don't you think? Yeah. PP <laughs> PP Bitcoin. Yes. Um, <laughs> once people figure out that they only uh, actually have PP Bitcoin, and they they'll realize that they want real Bitcoin and then they will go to Cash App. So, so I mean, that's really nice of PayPal, I think, to uh, help onboard. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good for Potentially, guys. you know, millions of merchants uh, to, uh, and drive that business straight to uh, an actual Bitcoin. real Not Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, where you, someplace where you can get real Bitcoin like Cash App versus... Uh, just you know the PP Bitcoin from uh, PayPal. So yeah, that's yeah. really really nice of them. Yep, good job PayPal. <laughs> I applaud you. I, I'm really I'm really surprised at how mature you're being about this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So another thing that was interesting about the PayPal news today is that their stock actually rose. 
Like had a net, like to all time high, I think for PayPal. I'm not sure what do that we, is exactly. Do we own any um, PayPal stocks? No. Nope. I, I don't think it would be the best business to get into. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. I mean, well, I've had my stock philosophy has been to buy stocks for any company that starts getting involved with Bitcoin. So I, I have to decide whether or not. Uh, like for example, Square or MicroStrategy, but um, yeah. So now that PayPal is, is a Bitcoin company um, of sorts, I guess I'll have to consider buying that. But probably not, just because they're they're uh, yeah, it's PP Bitcoin, not really Bitcoin. So that they're that they're selling. I mean, technically. Well, they own the Bitcoin. They own the Bitcoin. Bitcoin but their customers own PP coin. Yeah, Bitcoin isn't Bitcoin because it's named or it physically is. It's, it's because it's it's its morals and, and what it's based off. Of. Like that, no one will control it, and there will only be twenty-one million. That's what really makes Bitcoin. Now that's yeah, that's an interesting point. Yeah, so you're saying there's, there's more. It's part of the like kind of philosophy of, of it is what makes it what it is. Yeah. Like the uh, the fact that nobody can just create more of it on a thin air like they can. With um, um, some forms of money. Certain fiat uh, monies. That shall <laughs> rename nameless. Um. Yeah, so I thought it was pretty interesting, though, that the stock went up. And the reason why is because... Um, the reason why it's interesting is because... Uh, it shows that we are at a point where your typical investor uh, in stocks... And, I mean, that includes a lot of very, very wealthy people who manage, you know, billion-dollar... Uh, investment funds and or you know I mean as well as just you know normal average Joes who bought a couple stocks on pay on uh, Robinhood or whatever but you know it it shows that there is that this kind of news is people are responding to it very positively so yeah. it's not like they made this announcement and the stock went down because people are like, oh, no, this is a bad idea. Pay- PayPal is going to go out of business if they do this, and so I'm going to sell the stock. I mean, no, it was the opposite. It was yeah, like, it's... oh, PayPal's making a smart move, and, you know, I'm going to try to get some PayPal stock. Or Bitcoin, what's that? And then do a little research and, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's where it's I mean, I right? think most people really know what Bitcoin is, at least, in, like, the kind of people we're talking about here. That one taxi yeah. You're not taxi, Uber. Uber driver, yeah, like your typical Uber driver. They, they, a couple years ago, they, they didn't know what Bitcoin was, but now they do. Well, because we told them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but also because it's in the news all the time. And, and it's good. Now all of a sudden, like, everyone's like, have you, like, hey, have you heard about this Bitcoin thing? Yeah. Why don't you just yell in the middle of the class? should really do that. <laughs> How much trouble would I get in? 
Yeah, at home. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so, um... I had the urge today because my science teacher was talking about, like, how, like, with technology changing so rapidly, when I when we're an adults, we're not going to be even recognizing how the world is going to be. And I'm like, bit. <laughs> Oh, you really did this? Was this a true story? Oh, I mean, the science teacher was talking about, but I mean, I didn't yell it. I just kind of like, Bitcoin. 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 Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, they're, they're, I think we're a long way from them, from your typical uh, science teacher. public school science teacher talking My about Bitcoin. My 60 year old science teacher. Yeah. They will probably be about the last people in the world to like actually figure it out. Well, I mean, there's a, there's kind. Of, I mean, it's sixty still a little young. I mean, someone like grandma, grandma. Yeah. 80, 85, somewhere in that range. I don't exactly know. Yeah, and I mean, they don't need to. I mean, they, you know, it's not going to affect their life that, oh, at, at all. So it's not even worth for them trying to understand it. I mean, it's fun to explain it to them. Yeah, I mean, unless things really progress rapidly, which I mean is is a possibility. I mean, it's gonna be apocalypse. It's apocalypse mode if it does, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in a way, I kind of hope things don't move too fast because uh, that would mean that like civilizations collapsing, which would be bad. But um, I think you know, if things move at a reasonable pace, I don't think anybody over the age of possibly 60, possibly 70, will ever, like, feel compelled to, like, get into Bitcoin. I mean, I mean, it's the same as the internet. Like, not so much now, but, I mean, if you were in your 80s, like, 20 years ago, or, you know, 25, 30 years ago, no, and you started right. hearing about this internet thing, like, I mean... You, there was no point in you worrying about it or Internet. yeah exactly I mean and, they, and you were I mean if you were 80 years old 30, no 30 years ago then you would be dead no now. offense if you aren't it's somehow listening to this yeah that would be uh, very very surprising so I mean it's just, it's exactly the same for people who are of, of advanced age right now in Bitcoin I mean they're, they're just not, it's not even worth their time, honestly. I mean, they 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 should be, you know, like doing stuff with their grandkids or, you know, sitting on the porch sipping lemonade or something. I mean, there's no point at all uh, in worrying about Bitcoin. I mean, unless you, you might get the occasional uh, old old timer who is into like technology or whatever, but I mean, that would be very very unusual, and that's fine. I mean, they you know they really don't need to know about it. Although it is kind of sad to think that um, their like life fortune that they've accumulated for all these years is just slowly being um, siphoned off by uh, inflation. You know, I mean, it, it, they would be able to pass more to their to their kids and their grandkids if they uh, if they just put it in Bitcoin. They would. They would be doing them a huge fit there. 
uh, descendants for generations and generations a, a, a service of um, I mean you know imagine like imagine they had some retirement fund and if they had put that entire thing in Bitcoin like you know five years ago I mean it would be worth you know a huge much much yeah, more dude. now than it was then in five years your retirement fund can be doubled yeah well you we got to talk to mom about that but uh <laughs> That's where, you gotta, that's where you got to put the pressure. Bitcoin might crash, but I mean, it'll come up. And um, the U.S. dollar will, it will go down a little slower, but it won't come back. Yeah. I mean, it'll go to zero in Bitcoin terms, without a doubt. Um, I mean, you could still... Meaning that, no, I mean, which basically just means that there will come a time when, when nobody will trade Bitcoin for U.S. dollars. That just something that anybody's interested in doing. I mean, it'd be like me trying to, like, buy Bitcoin from somebody with Monopoly money. Yeah. Like, here, I got some of this. Uh-huh. Like, uh, well, I don't really want any of that, so no thanks. Are you sure? You know, it's what you're using. Yeah. It's what we used back in the old days. In Canada, that's literally what they're using. <laughs> yeah. It looks like it, that's for sure. Okay, until next time, this has been a good the episode. League of Sovereign Individual Bitcoin Podcast. Exclusively Bitcoin. Peace out. Peace Ooh. out.